Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (laughs) Welcome in. Oh, man. I guess the weather is appropriate <clears throat> for what we're dealing with outside. Uh-huh. Well, um, I know you said it's 78 in the studio. I have never been more aware of how badly I need new windows than right now because I have, I'm under a heated blanket right now. And there's a space heater aimed at me because I sit right in front of very old windows. Yeah, right now our two-speed HVAC system strikes <laughs> again. It's either brutally <laughs> cold in here or it's 100 degrees. So, yeah, there, there we are. Uh, the, this is the only room. If, if, if you're outdoors right now and you wish, boy, I, w- I wish I was someplace where I could just go sweat for a while. You know, it's right here. <laughs> Are you inviting people into uh, coming out no, in the studio? I would. I totally would. But unfortunately, we can't do that. There's rules here and things. So, rules. no, we can't just open it up. Although, rules. I mean, there's like four cars in the parking lot. So I'm not sure anybody would even notice. Yeah, it is a holiday for some of you. <laughs> so, um, and kids, I believe a lot of kids have today out as yep. well. Uh, yeah, federal holiday, no mail today. Most kids are out. I think kids will be back tomorrow. Some have tomorrow off anyway. Um, it's still going to be cold tomorrow, but it'll be in the teens, finally. Wow. Double digits, Heat wave. I believe. Uh, and then mid-30s for a couple of days. And then we do this all over again next weekend, by the way. Yeah. It's, it, this whole thing. You know, as we're watching what's going on in the NFL a little bit later on today, I'm sure, you know, the Chiefs must be looking at this Gee, going. What do you mean? You know, yeah, right. <laughs> they must be looking at this going, uh, yeah, you know, home games are great and everything, but uh, we should go to Buffalo where it's warmer. <laughs> right? At, at least that's a fair match, you know? Um, yeah, there is plenty to talk about from the weekend. And feel free to give us a call, 913-586-7798. As you noted, um, one of the local media outlets, it's it's Chiefs and weather was all anyone cared about all weekend. I don't know what order necessarily, depending on whether you were the, you were the game or not. Oh, Chiefs first, no doubt about <laughs> it. And I mean, it was funny. Yeah, just looking over some of the websites for the local news stations and everything. And all of the trending stories are Chiefs, 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 weather, weather, Chiefs, 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 all of it. So it's great. But I mean, the, so much came out of the game to talk about. I know. Mahomes' helmet getting wrecked and people's beer freezing and, <laughs> uh, you know, and Taylor Swift's g- dancing in the thing and people getting mad at her for having oh, fun. Funny. I know. Oh. Like, like, think what you will about. I know. I know. Some people here are tired of it. I, I get it. But she's a famous person at the game, yes. right? Regardless of why she's there, she is a 
billionaire and one of the most famous people in the world and she was at the game and she was having a good time why are people so mad because they weren't having a good time and and i guess if they're not having a good time nobody can have a good time we talked about this before one of the things and and i'm totally you know just uh separated completely from the whole taylor swift thing i don't get i don't get mad at it i don't cheer yeah. for it it's fine whatever i'm at that point too by the way i'm kind of indifferent about it but good for yeah. them Exactly. But the thing that we talked about when she was caught on camera dropping an F-bomb after a particularly bad <laughs> call is that she watches the game like we watch the game. Now, yeah. granted, she's in a suite, but she's she's there. She's into it. She's having fun. It's not just, oh, yes, I'm here making an appearance. No, 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 no. She's into the game, and I love that. It, she's into the game in um, the thing that I appreciated as somebody that follows the Chiefs but doesn't follow the NFL, but but pays close attention to our games, is that she's kind of learning along with some of us too and kind of really getting into it without some of the negativity that some people bring to it. Yes. She's just happy to be there. Right. She's just having a good time. And Leave boy, her alone. And the haters come out of the woodwork because it's jealousy. I mean, she's famous and people watch her and they're irrelevant. So it makes them mad. Um, okay. I'm fine There's, being irrelevant, by the way. I'm totally okay with it. I, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't. The other thing to keep in mind is that she doesn't know how much the camera is on her. True. She has no idea when the camera is showing her on TV. She's just there hanging out at the game. So if you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at the director of the game who's deciding what goes on TV. No doubt. No doubt. So, so yeah, but I mean, the Chiefs won and it was exactly what we had predicted. I mean, Miami could not handle the cold and they're frauds anyway. They're nowhere near as good as their record. And the Chiefs did what they had to do and just stomped them into the turf at Arrowhead, which is, I mean, we, you had to know going into that game. That's exactly what was going to happen. Uh, and feel free, uh, tell us your thoughts about the game. If you went, if you sold your tickets and decided not to go, Dana I know Wright. Uh, Dana Wright was there. Yes, I'm sure she'll talk more about that coming up uh, later. Colin, real quick, you decided not to go. You were you were thinking about it, but decided not to trek out there. No, the morning that I got a was that Saturday morning, and I yeah. went to go get in my car and do things. No, that was awful. I hated. It. <laughs> I hated every bit of it. It was too cold. Was I was not. I could not stand. Five minutes outside trying to ice off my car. There was no way I was going to stand four hours of a football game. I'll tell you, though, as we were talking about on Friday, the tickets at that point had gone down below 100 bucks a piece. We were seeing yes. tickets game day for $40. Somebody made the joke, and I don't know who it was. It was someone on Twitter made the joke about how, because, um, you know, the stadiums are technically Raytown. And somebody made the joke that finally people in Raytown can afford to go, but it has to be 10 degrees below zero right. for tickets to get to 25 bucks so that the general public can finally afford to make it out there. Yeah, but they did, though. And that's the other thing about it is that at that level, I mean, I'm sure there were still people that used their own tickets to go to the game and didn't sell them off or whatever. But at that level, I mean, the place was absolutely packed. You couldn't buy a seat. And, uh, you know, yet I guess people took advantage of that fact, because when else are you going to get to go see a Chiefs home playoff game for 40 bucks? And it was a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just I watched the first three quarters and then listened uh, on our sister station, uh, The Wolf, on, our, on my way home and listened to the rest of it. And then I, this was the first time that I listened to a lot of post game. 
Like I came home and just turned on that A device that I have (laughs) and just listened to like a half hour of post game because I wanted to hear what everybody had to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, and there was plenty to break down, plenty to analyze. And I guess now, and I have to give all credit on this one to the guy who came up with it because Pat McGonigal over at Channel 4 uh, put a post up on Facebook saying, you know, I'd like to make a Mahomes helmet shard Twitter, but I'm just too lazy right now. Yeah. And I looked this morning to see if there was one, and nobody's done one yet. I'm a little disappointed that it doesn't have its own Twitter feed yet. So we are working to get on the air with us the star photographer whose last name I'm going to not mispronounce. But there, there is a the picture that the one of the photographers for the star took, Emily is her first name, that is everywhere. And I need to get her last name begins with a C. Um, and that picture was all over the place this weekend. We're trying to get her on the air. Pulitzer is what people are talking about oh, yeah. based on the picture that she got of that helmet. It could not have been timed better. I mean, that piece was maybe eight inches away from the helmet. I mean, it's right there front and center of the picture. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of an incredible amount of skill that goes into that, but there's a little bit of luck too. And she just happened to be right place, right time and got it. Perfect. I don't know if it's true, but somebody said on Twitter, she's my height. She's a, she's a petite person and that might've helped her get the (laughs) shot. Um, So we're trying to get her on. I have to be honest. I didn't know helmets could, I, I guess I assumed they could break but not like that. And Patrick Mahomes even said, sort of half jokingly, well, for sure the backup helmet was too, was too cold initially. And they, he said, um, we need to find a way to warm these, warm these up faster. There was also talk about why he didn't go through concussion protocol because I mean, helmets hit and that the refs let him continue to play for a bit with the helmet. Yeah, uh, did did they? I thought they had come up to him right after that play and switched it out. Uh, I thought I, I saw he got to do one more play. Was was there one play, Colin? I saw them switch it out immediately. Yeah. I didn't see that. Okay, I, I didn't see what I saw. It, no. I, I think he was getting ready to. That they, they were getting ready to line up, and then that's when one of the refs noticed it and, and you know hit a, a quick officials timeout and had him go over to the bench. The good thing is they had one ready. I mean, there was one right there waiting for him. Uh, so as soon as he broke it, he was able to to switch him out. But yeah, I have ki- a story in front of me that says Mahomes played two more plays with a hole in in his helmet. Huh. Wow. Out weird. Of, out of a fox, there's a fox version of the story that says. Um, I'll take their word for it. I'm I'm sure they're right, but uh, yeah. It, either way, uh, they they don't normally break. I mean, that's something you don't see much. But that was the cold. I mean, yeah. it's gonna everything is gonna be more brittle. So the fact that he didn't go through concussion protocol, I'm not that surprised by that. That's not what they look for. They don't necessarily look for heads hitting or helmets hitting or, or anything like that. They look at your reaction to it, and he was fine. I mean, even yeah. when he was walking over to get his helmet switched out, he looked totally normal. It wasn't something that hurt him. So here's the thing. If we're playing another really cold game this weekend, be it here or wherever, let's make sure we get that figured out. Yeah. Problems we didn't think we were going to have to figure out, but had to figure out. And it Things was, you never thought would happen. Right. And it was officially, they've called it now, the coldest game ever at Arrowhead in the history of the stadium. Uh, we need to get to a break. We will talk about what's coming up tonight, uh, what Buffalo needed, and what's some, uh, for those who don't know, where do, what's the stadium called where the Bills play? It's Highmark Stadium now, but everybody still calls it Rich Stadium. So Okay. Yeah. It's in a residential neighborhood, right? Yeah, Orchard Park is, I mean, there's not much there. It's a small-ish community, and yeah, very residential. 
Um, so they were looking for volunteers. We'll talk about some of the video and some of the images that are coming out. The guy without the shirt on that was out trying to shovel and help. Of course. We'll get to some of that and why they didn't change the time of our game, why they didn't cancel it, but they did cancel or postpone the Buffalo game. Uh, we'll talk about all that coming up next here on KMBZ. Game time this afternoon for Buffalo is 3.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 Eastern. Time, yes. So we know where John's going to be. <laughs> um, people were complaining that this was a kind of an afternoon game when not everybody's off work. Yeah, and I mean, there's not much else they could have done because they already had the game between uh, Tampa Bay and Philadelphia scheduled for 7.30 tonight. So when they had to move the game off of Sunday, they were pretty limited in, in where they could go with it. Uh, they didn't want to run into you, – you don't want to compete with yourself. You want to have all eyes on the NFL for that entire six-hour period. So it would either be that or have the game at 10 o'clock at night. Nobody's going to do that. Could they have done it Tuesday? They could have, but you run into problems there too because then you've got uh, a really short layoff in between games. So uh, I forget which one it is. I guess if if Buffalo wins today, the game I believe will be Sunday, uh, and yeah. and that would be in Buffalo. If Pittsburgh wins, then Pittsburgh would come here, and I think that's a Saturday game. I'm not sure exactly how they've got the schedule worked out, but if the farther off you push it into the week you run the risk of having a team have to play on Tuesday and then play again on Saturday, just four days later, and they didn't want to do that. Here's what Chris Ketz told me. Okay. If the Bills win, Saturday it's Texans versus Ravens. Sunday it's Chiefs versus Bills, so right. that would be at home. So okay. Bills win, like you said, it would be Chiefs at home. The Steelers win. Saturday it's Texans versus versus Chiefs. Sunday it's Steelers versus Ravens. Gotcha. Okay, so either way, whoever plays in the game tonight – or this this afternoon, rather, whichever AFC team wins this afternoon, they would play on Sunday. So again, if you if you had the game moved to Tuesday, they would be one day shorter on rest. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. So they um, actually we'll go to the phones first, and we'll talk more about uh, the the request for shovelers to come out. <laughs> Let's go to Emily and see what she's thinking about. Hi, Emily. Hi. Um, just first of all, I wanted to say. My gosh, Travis Kelsey is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. You know, wouldn't we? I used to be excited to go watch my husband play ball, you know? Yeah. Second yeah. of all, my husband and I are both longtime educators, and a former student of his told him that his little girls, seven and eight years old, were now watching Chiefs football with him right? so that they might see Taylor Swift. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, the you know, it's a win-win. The more eyes that that brings to the game, the better it is for the Chiefs. And, you know, and Taylor Swift is getting plenty of pop out of this from a bunch of football watching guys who probably wouldn't listen to her music anyway, but might try exactly. it out now. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a win-win. People need to lighten up. You got yeah. it. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Well said. Yeah, we haven't really talked about that part of it, but there are people, and I like that. You know, that it's it's daughters watching with their dads now that wouldn't have cared before. I mean, I was really close to my dad and used to watch football and, and the Bears with my dad a lot. Sure. And that's how I learned some of it, too. Great. They're watching it for Taylor Swift and they're getting bonding time with dad and they're learning something about a sport that happens to be a really big deal here. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because one of the reasons that my sister never really got into it when we were kids is she said nobody ever really explained the game. <laughs> 
So she would go, you know, every so often she'd go to a Bills game with my parents or whatever. And um, and she would have a good time, but she never really got into it the way I got into it because she didn't understand the game. Now, the guy that she, you know, her boyfriend now is a huge Packers fan, Colin. (laughs) And, uh, you know, he lives in Wisconsin. So uh, he actually took the time to explain it. Now she loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know why people get mad. I, I, I just don't get it, but whatever. They need hobbies. Yes. All right. 20 bucks an hour is what the bills were offering for uh, residents of Orchard Park or whoever else had some time to come out and help shovel the stadium. Yep. And they did. I mean, this happens a lot. I know it made news this week because we're in the playoffs, but every yeah. time there's a huge and OK, Orchard Park is south of Buffalo by okay. 30 miles or so. Oh, wow. And that makes a difference in the weather patterns, because when the, the worst snow that that area ever gets is called Lake Effect, and it's mm-hmm. when the cold air sweeps down out of Canada, picks up a whole bunch of moisture off of Lake Erie, and then dumps it all right as soon as it hits land. Well, that weather pattern, as you go south, it tends to get worse. So Orchard Park usually gets hit harder than the city of Buffalo does. And they do this all the time. Whenever there's a a blizzard that comes through or a really heavy snowfall, they'll offer, it used to be 15, now it's up to 20 bucks an hour for people in the area to just come into the stadium, have a good time, have some hot (laughs) chocolate, have a couple of beers. and just shirt off, go on a ride, take a slide down the seats. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, it was cool to see. Yeah, Lake Effects, no, I know about from being in Chicago a lot. It can oh, yeah. really, it can really hit you pretty hard. Um, and we'll talk more about how we all coped in the cold weather here coming up in just a couple of minutes. We can go back to the phones. Uh, Tammy is in KC. Hi, Tammy. Hey, how are you guys? Couldn't Staying be better. Warm? Yeah, you're trying yeah. to. What's going on? Oh my God. Hey, I want to let y'all know, I work for the Chiefs. I'm one of the GSR people that help people find their seats, make sure everybody's fighting all that jazz. And it was the coldest thing I've ever done in my entire life the other night. Wow. But it was so much fun. And if I could go back and do it again, I'd do it 12 times. <laughs> wow. 12 times. I'll, I'll bet. God, well, it no. was so much fun. What did you I mean, do? What did you do? were screaming before you even got back to your seats. Yeah. You could turn them upside down. They wouldn't go anywhere. People were sharing gloves with somebody that didn't have them. I mean, it was the epitome of Chiefs Kingdom. People were helping each other stay warm it now, was amazing you knew what you and, were in for before you went how did you keep yourself right. warm did you just layer up i had about four layers of clothes on ski bibs two ski masks a stocking cap a skull cap underneath all that <laughs> and t- everything you can buy electric i've had it on from gloves to socks to everything and last night i actually bought a pair of electric pants just in case we play this weekend because if we if the steelers win tonight we play on saturday yep at home so I am not taking any chances because, I mean, I had boots that were negative 40 degrees. And within and we had to be there three hours before the game. And within probably 15 minutes of stepping out into our area, because I work in Horizon up at the top beside the instant replay booth. So within 15 minutes of standing out there on the concrete, my feet were froze yeah. through those boots. That's how freaking cold they were. I bet. Wow. I'm glad you had fun. Oh, my God. It was a blast. And, you know, it was fantastic marketing by them for selling the tickets so cheap because the stadium holds a little over 71,000 people as far as fans. We have 70,000 people in the seats. Yeah. There was only 400 and some seats that were not filled. Yeah. I mean, you could tell just from watching it on TV, they would show shots of the upper decks, and it was just packed. So It was 
so freaking cool. I mean, Love that was it. the best marketing scheme they ever could have done just because we wanted it as loud as we could possibly get it in there. Yeah. I mean, it's like you couldn't even hardly talk because just talking with the air hitting your face, even with a mask on, it would take your breath away. Yeah. And I had two masks on, and I still could barely get my voice to be loud enough where anybody could hear me. It was the weirdest feeling ever because I could feel myself trying to talk, but it just wouldn't come out. <laughs> we feel that way well, sometimes too. Stay stay warm, Tammy. I'm I'm hoping the game isn't here next week, but stay warm anyway. Thank you. You guys too. Go Thanks. Chief. Thanks. Um so it'll either be here or I'm gonna have to keep this chart out. It'll either be here or Buffalo. Yes. Right? Which which one is gonna be the better <laughs> at this point? Which is gonna be the better situation? Oh yeah, in terms of weather, probably yeah. probably up there. But uh, yeah, I know I know the Chiefs are gonna want to play the weaker team, and they're gonna want to play here. So yeah, well we'll see we'll see what Definitely. happens this afternoon. All right, we need to get to a break. Jim, hang on the line. Also, how did you cope with the cold this weekend? Did you? I didn't leave my house yesterday. My car's been in the same place since Saturday night. What did you do to kind of get through the weekend? We'll talk more about that coming up here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome in 913-586-7798. All right, I'm going to keep repeating this more so so I remember it as much as anybody else. If the Bills win today, this afternoon... Um, Saturday, it's Texans versus Ravens. Sunday, the Chiefs play in Buffalo. If the Steelers win tonight, Saturday, the Texans come here and play. Sunday, the Steelers play um, with the Ravens. Yes. Right. I'll keep, and I have the screenshot up in front of me so I can just keep remembering and repeating it. And it's weird yeah, because the NFL always likes to have in the playoffs, the top team plays the bottom team. Uh, right. And then the, the two middle teams play in the in the top middle team's home field. So, yeah, they, they, the seating always gets weird, especially when there's an upset, which I'm hoping that this afternoon there will not be. <laughs> <laughs> John has a little, for those who don't know, <laughs> you, you know, you're kind of a Buffalo fan. A little so. bit, a little bit. Got my Jim Kelly Super Bowl 25 jersey on today. So, yeah, getting ready for the big game. 
Uh, 913-586-7798. Jim's been hanging on in Shawnee. Hey, Jim. Hi. Uh, I think your screener thinks I'm an old curmudgeon, but uh, (laughs) I was watching the uh, game last night and again this morning on the Buffalo, and there's always some moron that has his shirt off. And I thought to myself, at what point does security go down and say, you have to put something on for your own safety? Because if he was walking on top of the railing, they'd say, don't do that. You could fall off. And uh, it's, it was almost to that point. It was so cold that, I mean, oh, my goodness, how, how could you not put something on? Yeah. But I've also got one bit of advice for people. I took my dog to Quick Trip today to get him out of the house. And I came back out. I left it, left it running right in front of the door because it's cold. And uh, she locked me, she locked me out of my truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was warm. You know what did she need you for? It's nice and warm in there. It's all good. I tried to get her to unlock it. She uh, she thought she was in trouble. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I stood outside. I had a spare key that would just open the door, but the lock was frozen. Oh. I played with it for about fifteen minutes, and it finally opened up. But, yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah, be careful. Uh, you, your dog can lock the, cu- the door on you real easy, so have a spare key. <laughs> you got it. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, or or just don't leave your car running, which you're not supposed to do anyway. I guess we're, we've got to say that, but no, I Which understand. I wasn't going to pick on him for, yeah. but I in, this, in that conversation, I have like 16 questions now. Like, what do you mean the dog needed to get out of the house? Well, the, sometimes. The dog needed a soda? Like the dog needed a, <laughs> needed a brownie from QT? The dog was getting a little... A little stir crazy yesterday, and just going outside wasn't enough. Corn so dog. you know you gotta, you gotta get your corn dog somewhere. But yeah, that may be it. I mean, I, I've noticed. I mean, with our dogs, uh, the little one Guava, she when it gets this cold, we were talking last week about how the dogs their pads on their feet can split when it gets this yeah. cold. She's not to that point yet. I mean, we've been as careful as we can be to just leave them out for a couple of minutes and then immediately bring them back in. But she did get cold enough on. Saturday morning that she was like doing the army crawl across the snow. It was like, oh, Uh I hate my feet touching this. So, yeah, be careful with them. Just want to underscore that again. You can't be too careful with your pets when it gets this brutally cold. If it's too cold for you, it's too cold for them, too. You know, later, I threw this on our thread this morning. We'll find this. I need to scroll up and grab it. Um, There is an animal shelter that posted a pretty scathing, filterless, essay onto Facebook about people leaving their pets outside uh, that gets pretty direct about it. We'll get to that. Uh, We'll read that coming up in a little bit. I just caution you not to leave your vehicle running anywhere. Please. I I know it's cold and I know I don't want to pick on people, but leave your pet at home. And then you don't have to worry about them getting cold in your truck and you don't have to leave it running. And then you don't have to worry about them locking you out of it either. Yeah. And I know that at least on the Johnson County side, you, by law, you can't do that. I if think they, it's illegal on this side, too. Is it? Yeah, I, I thought it was. I wasn't 100% sure, but I know in Johnson County it is that uh, in Overland Park, for example, they will ticket you. If you're leaving your car running even just to run into QT to get a cup of coffee, they will absolutely ticket you for that unless you have one of the key fobs that will lock the door from the outside. As long as the car is locked, you're okay, but you really should not do it anyway. So I did that this morning because I parked my car after the game on Saturday night and just stayed inside yesterday. 
the cold didn't bother me a whole lot. I, I went out, I was at a kid's basketball game on Saturday morning early and I was out running around all day and I just wore layers. I, I'm like you, like I'm from an area that where it got cold. As long as you're bundled up, I, I was okay. But I didn't leave yesterday. And this morning at about 9.30, in fact, I kind of had you in my head going, how long can my car sit? <laughs> Having not started it with temperatures this cold. And I do have the key fob where I, and I'm, and I can see my vehicle from where I'm sitting. So I did start it and let it run for like five minutes. And I, I told that that A device to remind me in five minutes, or I'd be the person in four hours where the car is still sitting out there running because I would have totally forgotten. Or it's out of and, gas by then, yeah. Right, right, and I did turn it off, but I, I did wonder if that was gonna cause problems. Somebody asked on the text line, why doesn't the Buffalo Stadium, the Orchard Park Stadium, have a roof on it? You know, the, the new one won't either, and, <laughs> I mean, that stadium was built in, 19, it opened in 1973. So right around the same time as Arrowhead. I think they, they were within a year or two of each other. And at that point, I think the only dome that existed was uh, the Astrodome in Houston. That was the the only one that was out there. In fact, I don't even remember when the Astrodome opened. Superdome might have been there. There weren't that many, though, and they were incredibly expensive so there was always a worry. What do you do, especially with the cloth roof? Remember what happened at the Metrodome when the snow piled up on it and the whole roof mm -hmm. just caved in? Yep. Yeah, and they didn't want that to happen. So that was part of it. And I think the other part of it is just tradition. I mean, it's Buffalo. You get used to playing in that kind of weather. And you look back at the Super Bowl years of the early 90s, and, I mean, nobody wanted to go and play in that stuff because it was brutally cold, and it really did, I'm sure, help the Bills win at least a couple of those games because they were playing teams like Los Angeles. <laughs> and, you know, they had to come all, all of us. I went to one of those games. In fact, I uh, saw the Raiders when they were still in L.A. play the Bills in 1993, and it was one degree at kickoff. One. What did Andy Reid say before the game? It's It's – it's cold. We play football. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just, it's just it's 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 pro football and the season goes through the winter. The one thing they are doing with the new stadium is they're putting up uh, a kind of a canopy that goes inward. It's it doesn't go all the way over the top and it's not even like the old Texas stadium that just had the hole in the roof. It's mm -hmm. it's bigger than that. Like the the void is bigger than that. But they figure that by having those canopies up over the edges of the stadium that it's going to help trap some of the heat inside, at least for the people that are there watching the games. Somebody just said, I'll pass this, that the auto, the remote start shuts off automatically after 10 minutes. Oh, good. Um, okay. That's good to know that that way, if I, if I would forget that it would, it would turn itself off. I, this is one of the first times I've ever done that where I've just let it run without the intention of getting in it. Yeah. Well, but and the other today thing, felt like the day. The other thing he mentioned about the locks freezing, I had forgotten about that, and went to open the Plymouth. Uh, yeah, probably Saturday. I needed something out of it and stuck the key in, and it would not move. And I had visions of myself as a teenager sitting there with a cigarette lighter in one hand and the key in the other hand, trying to get the you know w w when it's windy and cold, trying to get the mm -hmm. lighter to light so I could warm the key up. Oh yep. man! And it all came back this weekend. By the way, lock de-icer is a thing. You can get it at any auto parts store. If you still have key locks on the outside of your car, I would suggest picking one up. It works, right? I mean, oh, it yeah. works pretty well. I've it's had graphite. it before. It's got the long little tube that just yep. goes right in your lock and, and works pretty well. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's graphite. I think it's graphite spray and alcohol. And it just it dries the uh, it dries the ice up and then lubricates the inside of it so it makes it easier to turn.
Nick Bender just tweeted, and I saw this this morning out of the National Weather Service, uh, the record low this morning was 16 below. I just laugh at that. Like, <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, 16 below, that's not wind chill. That is actual air temperature. That was at KCI. That was a record by a lot. Um, the record was 10 below set in 1979. Wow. So 45-year record. Uh, like I said, we're going to be back here this weekend. Next weekend, we'll... We'll be in the same thing yeah, next well, weekend. And you look up north, not to bring politics into it at all, but uh, the Iowa caucus is today. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's cold here, go north 100 miles. And they, they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what turnout's going to be like or any of that because it's just that brutally cold up there. So it has had an effect in the past. We'll see how many people decide to venture out tonight. I should look this up. Um, has there ever been a time that we know of where... Not that, um, like, they've kept polls open for an extra day because weather was so bad that you can't expect the elderly or people that aren't as mobile to get to the polls. Yeah, well, and especially with the IO caucuses, that's most of who shows up. Right. And it's not, if, if the logistics of the Iowa caucuses are kind of weird, where it's not you walk in and cast a vote and then leave. It's this thing where you get together like in people's living rooms yep. and and they just talk. You know, the, the candidates each have their representatives and they talk and they make their case and all of that. And at the end of it all, you like split into however many candidates there are. Like if you like this guy, you go to that corner of the room. And if you like this guy, you go to that corner. If you, if you like this lady, you go to this corner. It's very strange. And it's one of those things that Iowa will never give up because it's their own particular weirdness. And it's for it's first, right? This yes. is the first. Yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. New Hampshire is usually next. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, and, and it is this year as well. 913-586-7798. Let's wrap this up with uh Phil in Kansas City. Hello, Phil. Hey folks, how you doing on this uh, uh North Pole day? <laughs> we Hang are shivering, that. yes. Say, uh this is kind of a surefire way to start your car when it's cold. Turn when you get in. Turn your lights on, okay? Don't start it. Just turn your lights on for about ten seconds, okay? Then you shut it off, and then wait about four or five seconds, and go ahead and start it. It should start up with no problem. What do the lights do? Uh, well, when you get when you turn those lights on, the electricity's coming off the battery, okay? And what that does, it warms the battery up. It gets the electricity moving in it. And it's a lot easier to start your car, uh, like I say, once you turn your lights off and then go ahead and start it. It should start up pretty easy. Uh, when you start it off cold, they always say it's like waking somebody up from the dead of a sleep. It's the same sort of thing with a car battery. And by letting that electricity flow for several seconds before you start it, it gets, it, it gets that battery warmed up. It gets it ready to go. So I just thought I'd pass that on. And so you did. Thanks, Phil. Have a good one. I hope your car starts. John, do you have any um, comments to make about it? I was watching your face. I I don't think that's true. I I mean, try it. Sure. (laughs) It's not going to hurt anything. Uh, But I don't think it's going to make any difference. Okay. We'll leave it at that. You you do you. I think we'll just call that. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, Coming up (laughs) in other uh, parts of the world with Mother Nature, the volcano in Iceland is going off again and the pictures and video coming out of this this weekend it is worse this time than it was a few weeks ago whatever it was it's getting closer to that town it's destroying homes this time
And it was outside the evacuation zone by a little bit this time as well, yeah. which was kind of freaky. But yeah, you having a good time watching that live stream? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, this was this was a big part of the weekend. So I didn't notice it. Was it yesterday morning? I don't even know. But now there are multiple photographers now that I follow on Twitter. Just it's it's that contrast. It's that bright fire and, and lava versus the dark background. That's just crazy. So uh, we'll talk more about that coming up next year on KMBZ. All right, John used the commercial break to look into <laughs> this theory about your headlights. Uh-huh. Which fine. Conflicting information, because of course <laughs> there is. It's the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, so one guy is the car guy at the Minneapolis Star Tribune, where they know a little bit about cold weather, and his mm-hmm. name is Paul Brand. He said that, yes, it is enough. He said that 10-second current draw to operate the headlights can actually warm the electrolyte in the battery a bit. He doesn't say what a bit is, which is important, but we'll get back to that. He said helping it deliver more cranking amperage may be just enough to make the difference between engine starting or flooding. Flooding? <laughs> Apparently, Paul Brand still drives a car with a carburetor. Okay, well, so do I. Anyway, uh, but there was a scientific analysis that was done. Uh, oh, I'm trying to f- uh, find it again and find out who did this. Oh, at electronics.stackexchange.com. And they went through the I mean, they went through the formula, taking everything into account, the amperage draw on the battery, the weight of the battery, how much, you know, how cold it is outside and how quickly, because batteries aren't insulated, how quickly whatever heat you have built up in there would dissipate anyway. And they came up with, no, it's a myth. There's, there's not, you're talking about a nine amp current draw to run a pair of headlights and a 650 or 700 cold cranking amp battery. It's not enough to make a difference for a few seconds. And if you think about that, if if running your headlights at nine amps was enough to warm your battery up to make a difference, then the 650 amps you draw when you try to start the car would likely make the battery boil and explode. <laughs> so that's and, something we want. And since it doesn't, yeah, the, that mm-hmm. nine amps probably it's it's negligible. I mean, you might be able to detect a tiny variation in the amount of current draw, but it's not going to be enough to make the difference between starting your car and not. Uh, Yeah. When in doubt, I just ask you about that stuff. I trust you you more than the internet. So (laughs) Um, speaking of exploding, we mentioned this briefly before the break. Um, So the same volcano in Iceland that erupted on December 18th erupted again over the weekend and it's this small town of 3,800 people that really is in trouble. Uh, So last time it went off December 18th, the town had been evacuated a couple of weeks before that because they knew based on earthquakes that it was probably coming. It did four days later, residents were allowed to go back. Thankfully this time again, there were some earthquakes and scientists are getting better at predicting this stuff. And so they evacuated that town again a few days ago. The difference this time is that last time the lava got close to that town, but it was okay. This time, the fire and lava actually has destroyed some homes there. Yeah, which is never good, but it has provided not the the homes being uh, destroyed, but the other pieces of it. Just watching, there's a live feed right now of one of the craters, and lava is just constantly spitting up out of this thing. It's... It's one of those things that you could sit. It's almost like a Yule log. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. video videos of the Yule log where you could just sit and watch that thing percolate for hours and never get bored with it. It's it's, it's very zen. You know, it's, it's yeah. got that kind of quality about it. It's cool to watch. But as you said, I mean, this time it makes you wonder 
how quickly we're going to have another one of these eruptions. Is this the kind of thing that's going to keep on going until it gets into that town and into the heart of it? So far, none of these have been... I don't know what the word is for it. I don't know what the equivalent is like to a tornado, but none of these have been huge, huge like they've had before. They've had those before in Iceland not that long ago. Um, I don't know. Again, they judge on earthquakes. And so at some point it calms down and you figure it's safe for people to go back. I can't imagine living in that town. And it's not like there are a ton of places in Iceland to evacuate to. Yeah. I mean, there's two decent sized cities. I think Reykjavik is 40,000 people is the biggest um the other one is on the north coast it's twenty thousand. i mean there aren't a lot of places to go yeah so if it does continue i mean what are you going to do you can't just well i guess you can pick up and move an entire town it's happened before yeah. um but is that what they're going to have to do and just stay out of the area where this where this particular crater is opened up was it volcanically active i mean i know the entire island is volcanically active but was this place a problem up till now um, I should have a better answer for you than that. It, um, my non-answer to that is Iceland is so small that when you say this place, yeah, they're, they're really close together. I mean, this isn't the big one. The big one is the one that begins with an E and is a very long name that I'll never pronounce. That one's a little further east okay. on the island. Um, and the one that went off is in this peninsula that's near the airport. That's what I keep thinking. This is the one near the airport, which isn't good either. Um, so this isn't the one that it's the other one that that tends to go off more. Wow, did I totally not use good words to answer your question? But <laughs> I, I got is what it you meant, though. Sure, yeah. it's all kind of connected. But this isn't the massive one that begins with an E and then ends with some L's at the end. Um, that's the one that tends to really go off so all we, the names in iceland are hard to pronounce we can just call it hurricane l from now on e-l-l that's fine it is just like the really big church um there's a really big famous church in iceland that's that's beautiful and there are um iceland's known for being pretty progressive and so there's a rainbow painted onto the road like for for quality from that church to the downtown it's this really cool picture and that church begins with an h Hamgra, Sika, 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 something. I don't know. It's, but it's really famous and awesome. It, all the words there um, are like that. So you were, you were like doing the record scratch thing there. Sika, Sika, Sika. Like <laughs> for somebody that talks for a living, you'd think I'd be better at pronunciations. I'm really bad at it. I, I'm just really awful at it and I don't even try. Uh, real quick, today marks uh, 15 years since Miracle on the Hudson when Sully Sullenberger uh, landed the plane in the middle of the Hudson River. How was that 15 years ago? Feel old now? Oh, no. It was not like a week or two. It just, yeah, it seems like that just happened. It's hard to believe it's been 15 years. And they're going back and interviewing a lot of the people who were on board and what that incident has meant to them since then. It's interesting to read. I mean, some of the people that say it is that moment. It's, it's like when, I mean, sometimes it, it happens when somebody suffers a non-fatal heart attack where all of a sudden it's like life has new meaning. I, I realize, you know, anything can happen at any moment. And they really have carried that with them for a long time. Yeah, they're doing a lot of interviews today if you want to check any of that out for sure. All right, coming up, the reason a mom says her seven-year-old was written up at school, what she says he said that got him in trouble. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.